That was the 15 seconds. What is, what is that? Don't worry about it. Bro. <laughs> Why? Did it even come up on the mics? I feel like they did I don't know. We Probably not. Okay, so welcome. We'll just keep the silence. We'll keep dead silence on the, the podcast. Welcome, welcome everybody, to oh, okay, Memories I guess Explained. On today's episode, we're going to cover haunted toys. Even though last episode, we kind of told two sto- one story or two mm, of haunted toys. Caramel. Mm. What was that? Caramel. Mm. Anyways, uh, the I'm your host, Tarzan, and I'm joined by your my co-host. Why are you talking so slow? I just want to talk like this for a little bit. Are you making fun of me? I'm not making fun of you. I'm just talking like this for a little bit. I guess. I want it to be a peaceful experience. Today, Today's episode is going to be uh, what we've been talking about. Well, what we were going to talk about the last episode, but I guess we didn't, we didn't get to it. Before we start, I have a question for you. Yeah. Have you watched the movie Annabelle? Annabelle? Yeah, Annabelle. No, I heard it was garbage. Oh, you did? You heard it was hot garbage? Like genuine trash? Yeah. Because uh, I, I wanted to share this story like one time. Uh, and plus, well, before that. Uh-huh. And plus the, 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 the movie that took the fear away from it was that movie, uh, Haunted, Haunted House. I mean, yeah. It makes sense. It's kind of scary though, if you think about it. Even from the beginning, I never took Anna- I never saw Annabelle as scary. The real story, though, is scary. Oh, it is? Yeah, it's We'll scary. probably talk about it today, then. Yep. But anyways, uh, what I was trying to say is uh, I got the story about Annabelle. Annabelle. That uh, I remember, like, when the movie first came out, I was able to get, like, a... My, my cousin went to the flea market, and he basically bought, like, an illegal copy of it, right? Yeah. And so my parents... He's like, hey, here, you guys can borrow it. It's actually really, really scary. And so my parents are going to watch it, but we had another family member visiting... And he was my cousin. His name is Tonyo. Uh-huh. And so, um, it's, it's, it's like a meme now between all of us, because, like, well, I brought it up so many times. But, like, every time I would walk into the room, he'd be sitting, like, right in front of the TV. And he'd be like, I don't know, man. Well, well no, I'm putting, my, I'm putting my phone in front of the air because it's hot. Oh, it is? I thought you were trying to show me something. That's how I looked. No. But anyways, yeah, he's like, I don't know, man, which is him <laughs> saying, like, look. There's Annabelle, and he's like a little kid, so it's really, really funny. Just every time she would <laughs> pop up, like every little moment, he'd be like, "Look, Annabelle, look!" <laughs> like it was really funny. Like I loved walking into that room, just hearing him say it over and over and over again. And then I was like, "Hey, get his bed, get his bed!" Like I was like, "Do you want to watch another one?" And he was like, "No, Annabelle me asustó," and he just went like to sleep with his parents. He <laughs> <laughs> was yeah, staying with you, huh? He was staying with you. Yeah, they were staying with us for a little bit, but we had like some problems with the wife. With his mom. Huh? Why? Uh, too lazy. She wouldn't clean or anything? Like, quote-unquote, they were supposed to live with us for, like, a while. Like, they were even going to stay here. Like, they were going to do something I think is considered illegal. They were going to let their visas expire and stay at the house. Why? Because they wanted to be here with my uncle. And, like, they told me... We... I remember we drove them a whole fucking day. Like, around looking, like, at the schools, right? Because they were trying to, like, put them into the school. And we drove them all day, 
and at the end of the day they're like oh all you need from mexico is like a little paper that gives you like uh tells you the like his scores his grades all she had to do was call her sister and ask her for the paper and she was like i'm good so it was literally a whole waste of my day like i was driving them around like to like almost like six different schools because we didn't know which one was like was zoned to us like you know how they do like the zoning and they're like oh this one isn't it this one isn't it this one isn't it and we went over and over and over again to a bunch of schools and then at the end she's just like nah, nah i don't feel like it we're just gonna keep like doing it the way we're doing it literally wasted my time so what happened to her uh, she's still with my uncle but she's in mexico and like her daughter lives with her with her and basically like the daughter's a mooch like she like my uncle will send money and the daughter will be like oh what's the, how much did you send me like you know like that type of person oh look who set the example yeah basically like from and then also they had like a weird like uh i feel like i don't know if it was like supernatural or anything like that yeah but like one of my dogs passed away when they were here and it was like a really gruesome death like uh it was a chihuahua and my mom was like busy cooking and like making all the christmas food because it was like around christmas time and she was making like ponche you know that is like the little fruit thingy like it's a bunch of fruit and it's like a little punch concha Ponche. Oh, bon- yeah, bon- it's punch. Yeah, yeah, punch. Yeah, but like they say it in like that in Spanish, and they well, put like course, a bunch of yeah, fruit. Well, of course, yeah, that's what they call it. That's what it's called in Spanish, actually. Yeah, and they put like a bunch of fruit and a bunch of other things. Oh, that's the natural one. Then. Yeah. And so yeah, she it. was making that. They top the- it off with an orange, no? Huh? They top it off with orange. Yeah. Okay, go on. So she was making that, as she- and as she was making it, uh, the the lady, like the my uncle's wife, quote unquote, because he has another one here in the U.S. So yeah, um, my uncle's wife, quote unquote, um, was here, was in the restroom, like fixing her hair up, putting on makeup, and literally it was only us. Like we weren't inviting people, like they weren't going out, like it was just there at the house. And she was like getting ready and ready and ready, and she literally spent like three hours in that bathroom, not helping my mom out at all. And when our neighbors called and told us that the dog had been killed, because they saw the dog go across the street and get murdered by the neighbor's dog. And they told us, my mom like started crying and a bunch of other things. And I was like, hey, you know what? You should just stop working for these people because you're not supposed to be doing this. Like, it's dumb. Like, stop like even making anything. And I yelled, like, I didn't yell at her, but I yelled loud as shit so that they can hear. And then my uncle was like, hey, you really should help her out. Like, why are you just in the restroom doing nothing? But way after all that happened, I was like, stop wasting your time on these ungrateful people, like in front of everybody. Yeah, that's good. At least you stood up. No, oh, yeah, bro. Fucking, I got annoyed. She did literally did nothing. She all sounds day. obnoxious as fuck. It was obnoxious, yeah. And then she was like putting on this cream on her fucking face, and like it was like fucking it up. And she was Ew. like, "It's for it's for weight loss, like a bunch of stupid things like that." Ew. Yeah. And then it, and it seems like the obnoxiousness does not wear off because the same shit happens in Mexico. What? Like uh, when my uncle's here in the U.S. She'll be, like, complaining about being sick, 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 like, a lot. And they'll be taking her to the hospital. They'll be taking care of her, like, my dad's family. And then it turns out that, uh, like, that she, like, once my uncle got there, she hasn't been sick for, like, the whole time he's been in Mexico. So she just makes a show so she he can send her money. That's dumb. They're really dumb. That's wild. So you still talk to them or no? Not really. I remember one time I pissed her off because uh, my uncle was uh, she was like telling me to take them to different stores like you know like uh, Walmart and Foot Locker and all that shit. 
Uh-huh. And my uncle's like, hey, uh, on the download, just take her to like the cheapest shoe place you know. And I was like, what? Uh, WA says right here on no, the table. No, I was like, uh, Payless? Because at the time there was a Payless by the house. And he's like, yeah, yeah, that works. And so we took her. And then she's like, do you know any other stores? And I was like, well, I know there's a Walmart like pretty close to here. And my uncle was pretending he didn't know where it was. He's like, oh, that's because I don't know the city. I'm, I'm, I'm kind of dumb when it comes to this. And she's like, do you think you could take us? And I just went, nah, I'm good. Like that, like nasty. And then she looked at me like with a really mad face. And I was like, I don't want to. I'll be fucking bored as fuck. Because <laughs> she pissed me off, bro. We were in that Payless for three hours. Like, yeah. What the hell are you going to do in a Payless for three she hours? She was looking at different shit. Oh, shit. And then like the worst thing was, she's like, my sister's boot size is this in Mexico. And I looked up the difference, like for it's the US. Yeah. yeah, it's different. And I looked it up and I was like, hey, the boot size would be this. And she's like, I'm not sure. It doesn't look like it. And then and then the lady at Foot Locker's like, I mean, not Foot Locker, at Payless is like, he's right. And like, he, she looked it up too and she's like, he's right. That is the size. And she's like, I'm not sure. Should I get a bigger one or should I get a smaller? Like, she's fucking a stubborn. Bro, like, I hate people like that. Gosh. Yeah, and then from that point, from that point, we haven't really even talked. Like one time, they came over to the house after we I finished selling soap, and like she was there, and like I just went into my room like super mad, and I was like, I want some pizza. Like I heated up pizza, and the the, the my cousin, he, like the little one, he's like, I want pizza too, and I was like, okay, whatever, and I just walked away. Like I did not give a shit because that kid got on my nerves too. Motherfucker peed on the seat, bro, like of the toilet, and he just left it there and walked out. Oh wow! Yeah, so they're they're an obnoxious, obnoxious as fuck family. It's not the kids' fault. I mean, you no, know, I know. Par- it's, it's the parents' the parent, job yeah. is to like teach him better. But I feel like I do feel a little bad for him because when he was little, he had like an operation on his head, so he has like a scar. Oh wow! And it's very visible. Like his eyes are like apart. Oh wow! Yeah, but at the same time, they act like he's a special person. Like you know, like but he's not. Like he he's knows very, what he's doing. Yeah, he knows exactly what he's doing, and he's smart. And he's like in Mexico, like he'd be telling, he's telling people like, "Oh, you guys don't want to mess with me because my mom's like with the setas." He says that. Yeah, he says that to like my mom's with one of the setas. Like one of the setas is her boyfriend. Those would be like the guys that kill people over there. Yeah, by the way. Just so the cartel. Know. Yeah, the cartel. And yeah, like dude, that family. Oof, I went on a tirade. Today's episode is gonna be on tirades of people we fucking hate <laughs> instead of the actual thing. It's really good to be protected by the that cartel over there. But she's not. Like, it's just him telling people so they don't fuck with him. Oh, my family is protected over there. It is? Yeah. Are they paying? Huh? Are no. Are paying? It's because uh, my, my cousin used to date uh, the the guy who runs there. Oh, okay. And I guess he's like, i do anything for that family, you know? He's like, uh-huh, yeah, he, yeah, he's yeah, always yeah. telling people, like... I guess because he's cool with them, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's... Uh, that we're, I'm blessed to say that. Yeah. But at the same time, what if he changes his mind? Nah, I doubt it. They it's rarely kinda, talk. It's like one of those relationships, like, you know, yeah, where yeah. they don't talk. It's kind of like, like my brother... Like, uh, he he also has, like, some friends that are, like, you know, with the, the Mara. And, like, would, like instead of him, like, because he used to sell eggs. And when he would be driving down a road, they would stop you and be like, hey, give me your money or give me your merchandise. And my brother became friends with one of them. And the guy used to be like, hey, hey, let him go. He's cool. Like, every time, every time. And ever, ever since then, like, he's always been, like, okay to go out and do things. Because, like, he's friends with the guy. Oh, and he's, like, a high-ranking guy. Yeah. They do that at Salvador? Yeah. And it's bad over there, bro. Like, they kill people. Like, oh, I can share this story. Like, I don't know why I went on this tirade. But um, I had a family member that was, like, a taxi driver over there in El Salvador. And one night, uh, he never came home. And it turns out that what had happened was that, like, he picked up a couple. And they had, like, uh, held a gun to his head. Stolen. No, they didn't even steal anything. They just put a gun to his head. 
they walked him out into like a, a, a field, shot him in the head, and left. And left everything there, like his phone, his wallet, like he had a watch, like an expensive watch, and they didn't even take that. And it turns out that people were telling him like, hey, uh, they were telling his mom that it wasn't because uh, like they wanted to hurt, like it wasn't because they wanted to kill him, it's just that there was a hit out on him because of a family member. Like he wasn't even like part of it, like he just, he got killed to sh like send a message to the family member. Yeah, because that dude escaped to the U.S., that family member. Like, mm -hmm. he escaped over here, and he basically never paid back whatever he owed them. Oh, so he was, he was a... It was, like, a showing of, like, hey, if you want to try this, like, we're going to show... We're going to take care of you. Like, we're going to, like, get your family if you decide not to pay, like, pay us anymore. Damn. Yeah, so, like, there's some dark stuff. Like, there's a story, too, of, like, my dad... My, um... My brother is a doctor, right? And he's he's gay. Like, uh... It's, it's not really a character feature. Oh, your feature. brother's gay? One of them, yeah. The that's doctor. Not, oh, yeah, but anyway. He's a doctor, that's good. Yeah, yeah. He's a pediatrician, actually. Oh, wow. Even better. Yeah. And uh, the thing about him is, though, like, he had a friend. Like, he has a good community of, like, close gay friends over there, right? Mm hmm But over there, like, the Mara treats the gay, like, straight up trash. Like, they, they'll they'll say, like, oh, uh, I'm going to kill you. Like, they'll, like, my brother was, there was a guy that, like, told him, I want you to meet me at this hour every single day. If not, I will kill you. Like, he had a guy like that. Like, amenazando? Like, what's the word? Like, threatening, threatening. Yeah, he basically had a guy threatening him. And around this time, one of his friends was also having same pro similar problems. But it turns out that this friend, like, uh, the night before, or like, a night before he was supposed to leave to San Salvador, like, the main city, like, the big city, um, they caught him. They took him to a barnyard, a barn, and started torturing him. And oh, they literally, man. like, cut off arms, cut off legs. They burned him. Like, they burned him alive. Like, I they did. did some awful things to him. And the worst part is that he was, uh, like, just about to become a dentist. Like, he was a dentist. Like, he was. He already did all his school and everything. His family was super poor. And so his mom had to ask for people, like, to let them, like, let them borrow money to pay for his casket, to pay for everything. And it's so sad because he was about to start making some money to pay her back because she had loaned so much for his school. Like, she had sacrificed so much so he could become a, a doctor and help them out later. So they hated because they hate, they killed him because they, they hated him? They killed him because he was gay. Damn. And then one day before he leaves the whole... Yeah, place. like, the day when he's supposed to leave and, like, actually make some decent money, they kill him. That's fucking awful, bro. Like, there's bad... Like, there's that horror stories happens. like that, yeah. So every so gays are hated over there? Like, nasty, yeah. And my brother lived in, a, in San Salvador. It's like, there's this one, like, neighborhood that's, like, really, really bad. And my aunt has a house there and my brother used to live there and the guys would like have their eye on my brother and they'd be like hey uh when are you coming home like whenever he'd be leaving mm -hmm. and he'd tell them and they'd be like okay just so you know like be very careful because some of our guys don't like you and they might try to kill you but he, he's like he has a good personality like they like i don't know how but he can make friends with anyone yeah and like yeah like i'm very opposite of him like he's very outgoing and like he has a very like extrovert while I'm introvert, but he, like, I don't know, like, I think what saves him is his, like, his way of being with people. Like, he'll be like, hey, you want to drink? You want to do this? Like, he doesn't give a shit. Like, he'll be cool with anyone. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I bet. So, um, we had that little discussion. I think it's safe to move into haunted objects. Yeah. Because, I mean, I've heard, I mean, now that we're talking about Salvador and, like, other countries... Yeah. And Mexico is like where a lot of possessed dolls are happening. 
Oh, I thought you were gonna talk about like Even Salvador, uh, I think. No, but I, I, I thought you were actually gonna go into like a tirade about like the uh, like the cartels and stuff. Oh no, because we have that story of that other guy. You don't remember? Okay, so my friend Kenneth, who has been on the podcast before. Oh yeah. Yeah, he uh-huh. went to go buy weed from his dealer. Okay, yeah, I haven't heard this one. Yeah, I think you might have. And he went with one of his friends. And this guy is like kind of known because do you remember? Remember when they did like the Fight Club, quote unquote? Oh yeah, where they Rudy broke it. his nose. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. Basically, that guy that broke Rudy's nose was the one that went with Kenneth. I'm trying to remember who it was. He's like a like a like he wasn't built, but he looked kind of muscular and Mexican. What was his name? I don't remember his name, and I don't want to say it because like what happens. We'll look for the video. Anyways, right now. it's Kenneth, on YouTube. Kenneth goes with him, right? And when they do, like, uh, and Ken- Kenneth's dealer's watching a video on the internet. Is it? Oh yeah, yeah and he's watching story. like a cartel video, like one of the ones where like they're killing somebody, and the guy's like ha ha ha, like just laughing, like his dealer, and Kenneth is staring at him like, whoa, this is crazy, and the other guy walks in, he's like, hey, what are you guys watching? And he sees it, and he's like, he, his face turns pale as hell, and he's like, that's my cousin, and Kenneth's like, what? And he's like, that's my cousin, the one that's being killed in that video. And and Kenneth just goes, oh shit! And you can believe him because of the yeah, like his face and everything. Yeah, like he well, he didn't mean it like as a joke or anything. Like he really meant yeah, it. Like, he oh, meant that's it. Like, and so it's like one of those things, bro. Over there, death is like nothing to them. Yeah. Say so, hey, you want to go? <laughs> let's go back to the dolls. I just want to bring that up because I thought we were gonna like do a cartel episode for some reason. I mean, it's gonna talk about it. It'll give time to the podcast. Yeah. So uh, let's go ahead and start. Um, so we live in a world where dolls anything you find in an antique store is most likely haunted i mean not always but yeah there is a possibility and i guess before we get into these reddit stories and top 10 lists i think it's safe to talk about our personal experiences if yeah. you have any i have one but i, w- I kind of want you to talk for a little bit because I, I did a, I d- i've done most of the heavy lifting this podcast okay well <laughs> i meant that as a joke but yeah well last last month i found out i have back problems because i'll be carrying the show on my back Alright, yeah, sure <laughs> I'm just kidding Anyway, so like I, I don't know if I told you this story I'm pretty sure I have But I want um, you to tell something in detail Because I want to put it on Reddit Because someone asked about it Okay, so Basically my aunt had this big bird doll Big bird? And it belonged to my cousin Of uh-huh. course And it belonged to my aunt That um, <laughs> was a nasty burp so I think this big bird was called Peekaboo Big Bird, something like that. Uh-huh. Look, let me search it up real quick. But um, I would always see it. She would, she always, she would always, um, yeah, it's right here. Peekaboo Big Bird. It was the first one that popped up. Yeah, it's that one. Oh wow. Uh huh. This is called the. Uh, I think it might be this one. 1996 Sesame Street Playtime Big Bird talking doll, uh-huh. talking toy. By Hasbro? Yeah. So, my cousin had it. And so, the thing about the Big Bird that it would always giggle. And out of just out of nowhere, it would say peekaboo. Like, you guys would just be hanging out and it would just yeah, say peekaboo? Yeah, it would just say peekaboo. And uh, tell me one day, tell me why one day, like, we were at my aunt. And she, 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 like, she was treating it like it was nothing, bro. She was like, I bought my I bought my daughter this and that and you know and I think it's possessed and then like tell me, she she like she turns off the TV. She puts the big bird right there on the couch. Like right there on the table, because there's a table like right in front of the TV. You know like mm-hmm. the coffee table? Yeah. 
And she sits the big bird down. She turns off the TV. No. The TV's still on. The TV's still on. My bad. She opens the door. And then, like, sh- sh- the door's open, right? Mm-hmm. And then, right, like, right after she opens the door, she walks towards the TV. And she turns it off. And then, fucking, out of nowhere, the big bird starts giggling. And, he clo- and the door closes by itself, and the TV turns on, bro. Whoa. Like... Like I'm just getting chills just thinking about it, cause I I was there to experience it. Like I was I saw everything, and I can yeah. honestly say that happened. And I even remember like my cousin, like my other cousin came over, like my older cousin. Mm-hmm. She didn't live there. She was like from another aunt. We were all watching TV in the living room while everybody was like in the backyard hanging out, cause my my aunt had a trampoline. Uh-huh. And all three of us were watching. I think we were watching Austin Powers. And like I was telling my cousin, hey, did my did my aunt tell you about that doll she has? She's like, which one? And then the big bird. And tell me why I grabbed it and I put it right there on the table like she did. And I did the exact same thing, oh, and no. the exact same thing happened. Oh no. Yeah. That's crazy. At the time, I don't know what was going on because I was yeah, like a little. Yeah, it was like a guess, like a like a maybe it does it constantly. Yeah. Because people do say that like sometimes ghosts will do something like you know like constantly like if you kind of tell them they'll do it. Like this sounds like a dumb thing, but like remember Hereditary, where like where like the thing's writing or like she's drawing. Yeah. They do something that they used to do, but at the same time, like that Big Bird is weird, right? Yeah. Let me see if I find it. I think it's there's a video about of the of the how it sounds, so you can hear it, and I can tell you if it's right or wrong because I still remember the giggle. All right, I'm curious about this. All right, I'm, I'm gonna take off my mic. So yeah, I can let the viewers listen yeah, to it. Yeah, that's right, guys. I brought my uh, laptop today, so it's laptopy. So someone can jack it. Okay. That's just someone was making a one, joke. Yeah. yeah. Oh wait, it's that one, but you can barely hear anything. Let me try this one. It's gonna be like a review of the toy. It's like, hello everyone, today we're reviewing. Oh wow, this laptop is a little old, huh? Yeah, I got it in the 1800s. Buenas, ¿cómo está? Um, I guess I look for the video. No, ese es polvo. I guess while he, uh, while I look for the video, he, uh, we'll go on quick commercial break. We'll be right back. Welcome back. We are very sorry. We had a customer and also I was looking for the video. And I finally found it, but I told uh, Tarzan to uh, put it on his speaker because uh, my laptop's not too, uh, yeah, not the greatest audio. I use it mostly for like home. I like that it has like the HDMI thing, but it also has like a connection to like a PC. Of course, that's weird. <laughs> but that's it. Keep going. Peek-a-boo. Peek-a-boo. Yep. 
The one my my cousin had only had the peekaboo and the laughing. Be sure to visit our sponsor between the other Probably ones. The other work. sensors were messed up or something. Yeah. I don't That's know. That's so weird. Also, it was posted by Katrina's toy channel on YouTube. If you want to go and look at the audio there. But yeah, that's very like That's it. That's unsettling. the one. That's like very creepy. And I kind of understand why it's from I think there is a Reddit the story about it. The, the I think there was a Reddit story about it. I would have been like, yeah, I, would have, like I would have been crying like a bitch, like knowing me. I had no idea what was going on. That's why I couldn't. I, I would have been gone. Like I would have. Like I'm not a fast person, but I would have been fast as fuck. Uh, in that yeah, moment. I think it was around the time too when I was like obsessed with like toys coming to life because that's what, like around the time I got around Puppet Master. Oh, they're gonna say Toy Story. <laughs> I was like, oh, so that innocent. too. I was like, so innocent, but you're talking about like horror movie Puppet Master, Small Soldier? The thing about Puppet Master is that, oh yeah, that's it. <laughs> we got a bunch, like that was the craze around that time, I the, think. The thing about Puppet Master is that like, I didn't see the first two, so I didn't even know they were like evil at some point. Uh-huh. I just always thought they were good. Really? In the Puppet Master stories, they're good? In the on? fourth and the fifth one, they're good people. And the rest of the series too. Oh wow. It all depends on the master. Of the people who controls them. Uh-huh. I would assume they're all evil, just that's based on called, the looks. Yeah, that's why it's called Puppet Master, because... He's the, the master person of the who puppets. owns them becomes your new master, which is cool. Yeah, I can see myself building something like that someday. And that's why you own all those. Yeah, I actually have the whole because collection. you are their their master. I think I'm what I'm gonna do is uh, take the foam bodies off and make like a mechanical. Uh huh. And make them move. We're in the future. I'd want to see that. Yeah. That'd be cool, right? Like if we do money with our paintings, let's do it. I'm down. Maybe Kenneth could know a thing or two about it. I mean, I mean, Kenneth, the cool thing about him is, like, he's very focused. So when you show him something, he'll be like, oh, crap, and he likes to learn it. Like, he instantly, like, picks up, like, he doesn't pick up on it, but he'll, like, like study it over and over and over again until he masters it. That's what he did with his shirts. That's why he's so good at that. Yeah, because we can get rid of the foam bodies and the coat hangers. Uh-huh. And we can just keep the head, the knife, the Yeah, hook. just keep the body. Like, keep the, like, the, the shoes the, the and outside. all that. Like, the outfit. Keep the outside, but make, like, an exoskeleton inside. Yeah. Right? That's what you mean? Yeah. That's all it is. But, um, yeah, that's basically my experience with uh, Big Bird. That, that's crazy. And I have an experience, but it's not mine. Like, it's a friend of mine, right? Okay, go ahead. And basically what he tells me is, like, this kind of goes into, like, the whole satanic type of thing. Okay. Because there's, like, you know, like, the like when we talk about toys or stuff like that, everyone automatically goes, oh, Ouija board, you know? Mm-hmm. And so a friend of mine, we were in school, and we were talking about, like, scary stories, and, like, someone brought up, like, Yorona, and someone else brought something else up. And my friend was telling me this story about his uncle. And I was like, oh, so what happened? And he tells me, uh, well, I walked in on my uncle one time playing chess by himself. And I was like, oh, that's normal, isn't it? Because I used to play chess by myself. Like, I used to, like, get the board and just spin it around. Because you want to, like, predict the next moves, you know? Like, keep going and keep going until, like, you predict and predict. 
And so I thought that's what his uncle was doing. And he's like, no, that's not, that's not what he did. And I was like, oh, really? So what happened? And he tells me, he's like, my uncle was playing chess and the pieces were moving by themselves. And I told him, what do you mean? And he's like, yeah, he would move the piece and his opponent's piece would move right after. And so I asked him, and what do you think that is? And he's like, I don't know. But I, I asked my mom and she told me not to tell anyone about it. And I was like, why not? And like, I just, I was curious because I just wanted to know how's that possible. And then later on, like, I think a week later, he told me, hey, so I talked to my uncle and asked him. And he told me that he was playing a game with the devil. And I was like, and how does that work? And he's like, basically, my uncle will wager himself against the devil. And like, if my uncle wins, he'll get what he wants. Like, let's just say he needs money. He'll wager like his soul or whatever for that money. What if he loses? If he loses, his soul is the devil's. And when he dies, he goes to hell. That's like the story, right? Like, that's how it goes. Yeah. But I really don't know. Like that. And he tells me like, like the way he told me the story, I could really, really believe him because he's not like he was. He's not the type of person to like BS. Yeah, so it's kind of like uh, the devil went down in Georgia, right? Where? Where they like had a fiddle battle and uh, George and uh, Johnny won the. Johnny oh, beat the like devil. he had an actual fiddle battle with the devil, like in the story of the song. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, and yeah. then he gives him like the prize is a gold fiddle. Uh huh. And. If he loses, the devil will take his soul. His soul. Yeah, the devil will take his soul. And that's basically what he was telling me. And I asked him, has your uncle ever lost? And he's like, uh, uh, when I asked my uncle, he told me that he's only played him twice. And he still hasn't lost. And I was like, dude, if I was your uncle, I'd stop. Like, yeah, I, I'd stop. I'd be done with that. Like, I'd be like, no, no, no. He must be good at chess, though. But that it's one of, it, hard. It's one of those things where, like, yeah, chess is hard. Like, I, I remember I played a lot of it. And I still like it. It's fun. I still stick to checkers. I know people that are like that. They're like, nah, I don't like chess checkers. Anyways, uh, but he tells me that, like, he was telling me that, and I was like, it reminds me of this other story we talked about earlier on, like, a Reddit story. Mm -hmm. And in the story, uh, this girl talks about, like, how her house was haunted, and, like, she was hearing names and things like that. And it's because, like, her sister went through, like, her little, like, goth phase or, like, satanic phase. And she says that maybe her sister invited something into that house. So what if that guy was doing the same thing? What if he's inviting something in by playing with the devil? Yeah, himself? of like, course, you know, that's like, how it always happens. Mm -hmm. And it's one of those things, like, you know that phrase, speak of the devil? Like, it's fucking real. Like, no joke. Because I remember, this is like another paranormal story, but it goes with my, this is my mom's story when she was little. So basically, I think she was like 12 or 13, right? And in this story, my grandpa, my, my great-grandfather had passed away. Uh-huh. And when he passed away, he has a bunch of sons. Like, I think he had, like, four or five sons that were at his funeral, and they were, like, arguing. They were arguing with each other over... Over who's going to get, like, the properties that my, my great-grandfather left. Like, they're gonna, they were fighting over his land. They were fighting over things. And my mom says that, like, the casket was open, right? And you could literally see tears streaming down his face. Like, my grandfather's... Like, my great-grandfather's face. And later in the night, there was like a, a dog that appeared with red eyes, like a black dog with red eyes. And like all, the, she says that all the men were outside drinking, gambling, and like back in the day, every man had carried their machetes. Like men carried machetes, and like they would, like when they would get drunk and fight, they would literally try to like kill each other with machetes. Like that's what she tells me. And so like the brothers were drinking and they were betting like on a card game. And I think the card game became one of those things where it's like. Where it's like, if I win, 
then I get the properties. And it got heated. Like they were like accusing each other of cheating and a bunch of other things. And when that happened is when the dog showed up. And my mom says that like all the men stood up and they like started chasing the dog because like it kept staring at them. And it was out there staring at them for like over 20 minutes. Uh-huh. And they started chasing it. And once they did, like no matter how close it seemed like they were getting the... We're gonna go ahead and take a quick commercial break. We'll be right back. And we're back. Yeah, so I had a customer ask about the honey we're selling. We're almost sold out. We only have like five jars left. Anyways, um, I'm trying to say that, like in the story, uh, like they started chasing after the dog, right? Like this really, really like black dog with red eyes. And no matter how far like they would run, like chasing him. He would always like it's like a time skip you know like he'd be like right ahead of them like he'd be like a block ahead a block ahead like they'd run catch up he'd be a block ahead and it happened over and over and over again and the these dog? guys were yeah and these guys were chasing him for a good amount and then like my mom says that one of her cousins came back and he was like super tired and he's like yeah we're never gonna catch that dog and they br- they send him back I guess to like refuel them like go go bring us water or bring us like more beer or something because we're gonna keep chasing after it and yeah like they never they never caught it. But my mom says that, like, she felt, like, a weird presence around there, like, around that night. Because there was, like, a lot of, uh, like, animals were acting up, like, really weird, making a lot of noise. The chickens were, like, all crazy, too. Like, like the animals sensed something bad was out there. Mm-hmm. Damn. Yeah. So I guess now we can talk about the toys? Yeah, I mean, we already talked about the toys. The- yeah, you were talking about Big Bird earlier. Yeah, boy, what about you? Oh, I already said the story too, the chess. Oh, the chess? The and double that. chess. Okay. It's up to you, like you're next. Uh, one haunted object I read about was uh, this painting called The Hands Resist Him about some guy who bought it on eBay. Mm-hmm. And um, apparently it was found at an old site at an old brewery right there on, I think, California? Here in Houston? No. Oh, because you said California, I thought like the street, like California Street or something. I'm talking about, bro. You're it talking was, about the, it was about on the a brewery over there uh, in California. Mm-hmm. And so apparently they put it on for auction on eBay. This was like the 2000s. Mm-hmm. And um, eventually it sold. I think it was like $1,025. Damn. Yep. You'd be surprised. And... Um, yeah, so basically the picture's like, uh, let me look for it. It's right here. See, look, it's a little boy. Uh-huh. And uh, the little girl has like a doll face. And like in the background, they say if you use like the little, if you brighten it up, it has like hands in the background. Oh, wow. That's why it's called the hands resist him. Hey, I just thought about another episode we could do. Mm-hmm. I want to bring it up right now. Okay. Haunted images. So, um, which if... Uh, it's like a So this painting was uh, Was by uh, Bill Stoneham My question is How is that a toy though? It's on an object We're going to talk oh, about wait, I objects. thought you said We are going to talk about toys Toys and objects Oh okay I didn't hear that I didn't hear that last part um, So basically This was like uh, An inspiration um, he, he painted it Because it reminded him Of his childhood Mm-hmm. And so yeah, it's apparently it's like haunted. I mean, I get the hands in the background. Yeah, it's like a little creepy. 
And I think somebody said that uh, supposedly, like in, at night, the the girl and the little boy will come out of the painting. That's very creepy. Yep. All right, so I got. Uh, let me see. This is a story I found on Reddit, posted by D Nailier Five. Naller, Denaller 5 Denallery 5 Okay, I got it It says I had a scary experience With my grandmother's doll So he goes For some context My grandparents adopted me I lived there Until I was 18 I'm now 22 I had some pretty scary experiences As did my other family members And any friends who stayed over Strange noises Things moving on their own Whispers, etc Those things don't bother me As much as As I never scared easily but my grandmother did, and still does. Ha- um, and still does. Have a collection of dolls that always creep me out. One in particular made me particularly uncomfortable. It used to sit on my grandmother's bedroom dresser, staring directly down the center of their bed. And it was an old porcelain doll with a pale face, really thick curly hair, and a woven hat. Nothing especially scary about it. I just hated it for some reason. Duh, that's me. I hated those. I moved out of their house right when I turned 18 and took all of my belongings with me. My bed, my dressers, everything. The room was completely bare. A few months after I moved, they mentioned that they, they were redoing my old bedroom and, and a couple other rooms in the house. I moved across the state, so I hadn't been there or seen the room since the day I moved out. One random night, I had a dream about my grandmother's doll. I walked into their house at night, straight up to my old bedroom. I opened the door to discover a couch on the left, a small bedside table with a lamp, and the doll on a stand right next to it, as well as a new bed on the right up, as a new bed on the right up against the wall. It was painted a dark blue, but the whole room felt eerily gray. I started slowly stepping in when I noticed the doll slowly turning its head towards me. I turned around and started to bolt towards the door. Which, which then slammed shut and I woke up. Nope. I get nightmares frequently, so I brushed it off and went back to sleep. I figured it was no big deal, just like any other nighttime. About a month or so later, I went to visit my grandparents. I had a box of things I wanted to get from my old bedroom, so I headed up. When I opened my bedroom door, I shit you not, it was set up exactly like it was in my dream. Couch, nightstand, doll, bed, Mind you, I had never seen this new room. Everything was completely different from the way I had left it. Nobody ever described it to me. I had no idea how it looked and I couldn't have possibly known that this was the current setup. And it scared the shit out of me. I felt my heart drop. I was so terrified I shut the door, went back downstairs and that was that. Out of all the other scary things that have happened to my family and friends and I in that house, this is one of the most vivid to me. Damn. Imagine, bro. Yeah. You know what, dude? I'm going to tell you this quick story that has to do like what he said about like he's never seen the room. Uh-huh. So this happened that, that summer I worked with uh, my cousin at the construction. Uh-huh. Construction. Um, I think it was like two months or two months or one month before I started working with him. Uh-huh. I had this dream of this house. And apparently like everything was the same exactly the way it was. Uh-huh. And apparently we, it was one of the houses we worked on. Oh wow. That's it was crazy. like before I even started working with them. It was a house on Pelham. I don't know if you ever went No, there. I don't think I ever went there. It wasn't even I don't think so. Yeah. That happened to me. I believe in that shit. 
I mean, it's kind of what you get, right? Huh? It's kind of what you get. Why? Because you deserve it. Bitch. <laughs> like, why? <laughs> like, there's no explanation. This is me saying that. So this is another one I wanted to, like, read. These are all short, which is something interesting. Posted by PC Grinch. Also, he's a mean one. Anyways, uh, the story's called, When I was a kid, one of my toys talked to me. When I was about four or five, I remember waking up to somebody talking to me, but of course no one was there. I kept hearing a little voice that said, Hi, hello, good morning, how are you? I tried finding the source of the sound, and according to my memory, it was coming from a plush lobster that I put in my closet. I noticed it was moving on its own, and I think it, I think trying to wave. Well, as nice as the little lobster was, I was terrified and ran out of my room to tell my mom. She told me that the sound had to be the hamster running on the wheel. Except the hamster, hamster was all the way downstairs, and I'm pretty sure what I heard was someone talking. The lobster wasn't mechanical in any way. It was simply a plush lobster with a hole for puppeteering. And that was it. No voice box, no nothing. Although I did have electronic toys at the time, I'm positive none of them said anything that I heard that morning. Oh, wow. Yeah. So you heard a voice? You heard a voice, yeah, from a lobster. I guess you're going to listen to Tarzan to bueno, phone call. Estoy aquí en la venta porque... Yeah. Yeah. No me dijo que... Ajá. Pues nomás un bote hemos vendido. Mm-hmm. So I guess while he uh-huh. talks on the phone, we're just gonna go ahead and talk about Medina Tide. At, oh wait, Medina Soap. Medina Soap. Where you can get your buckets for $35 or you can get the bag, which is powder for $30. We also sell honey, Medina. What's it called? Miel Medina, which is like um, 100% natural honey, mm-hmm. no sugar, and it's unfiltered. Bueno, so if you're really interested, go ahead and buy some from us. We're going to take a quick commercial break. We'll be right back. Welcome ready? back. Yeah. Bro. Ready? Are you I'm ready. It's, it's recording. Oh, it is? Yeah. So you're ready? Yes. Oh, guys, I also wanted to give a shout out to uh, Radio Radar One Podcast, which I will have an interview with them. On Wednesday. On Wednesday. About my upcoming EP, and uh, if you want to know more about me, which I doubt it. <laughs> I mean, I don't want to know more about you, so I don't think the listeners. You already know a lot about me. I don't know enough. I mean, I don't want to know enough. I messed up the way I was trying to say it. So yeah, you have to tell us something about haunted toys, or forget the marbles, boy. Okay. That is a haunted. That is a haunted video. <laughs> Okay, so you wanted to tell your story? I already read this, like, three stories on Reddit. Which one were they? I have to remember myself. One, the toy talking to him, and the other one was the porcelain doll. That's only two. Yeah, and then this one that I'm about oh, to okay, read right now. Oh, wait, unless you want me to, like... You want to read about the American family today? No, no. Oh, okay. Let me read. So this one's called, I mean, posted by Seeger624. Seeger. I have a toy that seems to keep moving itself. And crazy enough, like I, I collect these toys. Really? Yeah. So it says, so I've been debating for a few weeks if this toy is in fact moving itself and trying to debunk it myself, but I've got no explanations. For a little background, I collect Funko Pop figures. I've got a few hundred, mostly in their boxes, and none of them have gone full Toy Story on me yet. 
a few months ago, I bought a collection from someone of a few hundred that were in their box and maybe 20 or so that had no box. And the ones with no box, I decided to, to display one in my living room on a shelf. The shelf is by no means high up, but it's one of the one, but it's out of the way. It's maybe six feet off the ground. That's not tall. And then, and there isn't much else on it that I touch. The past two times I've touched the shelf, I have been, uh, have been to readjust the position of this one figure. The figure looks like a little green monster slash alien, and he's wearing a helmet with the number 13. Thank you with the number 13 painted on the front. He's got a wrench in one hand at his side and he's holding an eight ball in his other hand behind his back. When I first put it on, a sh on the shelf, I didn't even know it had an eight ball in his hand. Never really looked at the back of it, I guess, but I positioned him on a shelf facing the living room couch. A few weeks went by and it slowly turned itself to the point that, that walking by, I could now see the eight ball I thought that it's kind of weird, but I kind of just brushed it off and readjusted the figure. I know it was moved because, again, I have never even noticed what was in its hand until it moved. So it was in view today. I took over at the shelf and it turned almost 90 degrees. It was looking straight at the couch in the position I left it. Now it's looking to the left out of out a window. I'm not really experiencing anything else weird in the house or I'm just not terribly concerned, but I'm wondering if I should let, let it be or get rid of it ASAP. Has it happened to anyone else? And as a collector of these figures, it has not happened to me. Like I have them displayed right in front of my TV. What did the Funkos do? Funkos? Like Funkos. they just move heads. Like the, the, the only articulation on that figure is the head. Yeah, and he's saying that like he would position it facing the couch and right now it's like facing another way. Like it's facing out the window. That's crazy. It's very weird, and that's why I'm like curious because, like, personally, me, I've never had it happen. You're gonna be paranoid now. But I'm like assuming, no, I'm assuming a like he's bumped into the, like the shelf or something, and it's moved like that because that's the only way you can really describe it. Although, if the body's staying where it is and just move the head, then that is a little weird because I've never had that happen. I have a bunch of figures that are loose, and I never. You're gonna be calling me later on. Yeah. Yeah. All of them are moving their heads. All of them move their heads. They're facing the wrong way. It's like, did you bump into them? No. But I do have a nasty bruise on my leg. It's like, then, then you did bump into them. I guess you're right. <laughs> like one of those. Alright, boy, Totoka. Alright. Forget the marbles, boy. <laughs> this next one is another uh, painting. It's called The Crying Boy, which was like um Oh, so Killian. Yeah, for sure. Um, <laughs> yeah, I was going to do it. I was trying the to, but I'm going to listen <laughs> The Crying Boy has had a lot of copies since the 1950s. And so apparently the story behind it is... Um, it was painted by an Italian artist named Bruno Amadio. Bruno. No, um, it's called The Crying Boy... And apparently it is, um, so apparently if you try to burn it, nothing's going to happen. It says here, stories began circulating, stories of prints of the crying boy being found in the ruins of burn houses, utterly unscathed. Unscathed. That's actually how it's pronounced. Okay. No fireman would allow a copy of the painting into his home. 
and people began to speak of them as something unnatural or something evil. So apparently, if you have it in your home, it's most likely to catch in flames, uh-huh. and everything's gonna be like demolished uh-huh. except the painting. Do you think it maybe happened to the guy from Tiger King? He has it. I'm asking because, like, no, no joke, right? You know how, like, in one scene, like, the, his alligator thing burns down where he has a studio. But like the guy, the the producer he used to have, he also like when he moved away from there, because you know how like they threw him out because they thought it was him. Yeah. Well, when he moved away, like his apartment also burned down. So I'm oh, wondering wow. if like maybe he has like one of those figures or anything like that. Who knows? You never know, right? Like people can buy stuff and not know what it is. Let's <laughs> get that yawn out. All right. So next next one is from Julie. Rami, 17, and it says, I bought a doll in Toys R Us when I was younger, and and it was haunted. Now, just a reference for all the young listeners out there, Toys R Us used to be the store that was, like, pretty big in the 90s, and basically, like, your parents would take you there, and, like, it'd be nothing but toys. Also, in the 90s, a guy like Joe Pesci was considered a tough guy. He was tough. He was in Goodfellas. Why, why, why are you making fun of him? So let's start with the story. He was in on that joke too. What? I said let's start with the story. Well, let's start with the story then. Well, then why are you interrupting me again? Can I have some of your eggs? You, you actually want eggs? Do you guys need eggs for your house? No, I'm talking about like right now. I'm hungry. <laughs> We're trying to finish the podcast. That's okay. the whole point. All right, so this is called... Okay, basically when I was younger, my church took a bunch of kids to Toys R Us. They gave us a budget, and we could buy whatever we wanted for Christmas. When we went, we all ran around with our parents and chose the toys we wanted. I got a Barbie set with clothes and a car. I also got a Polly Pocket closet and a few of the dolls. I got a few board games also, and finally, they said we had five minutes left, so I was near the actual dolls, so I rushed looking for one that had brown hair like mine. I finally found one with two minutes left she had brought she had brown hair and bangs and it was imagine your church taking you and it was half up imagine your church taking you to buy whatever toys jesus christ like how lucky although we haven't finished the story right so yeah it says uh she had brown hair and bangs and it was half up she had on a pink shirt and denim jacket with the same colored jeans she had a little pink phone in her hand with uh, painted buttons there was also a button in the palm of the other in the palm of her other hand that allowed her to talk but there was no feature for her to move it was just a basic doll and that was it i reached for it and grabbed it but my sister was getting toys also and she liked it too so we fought for it our mom told us to share and said it was the last one left we agreed and we agreed i would have gotten a blonde one fuck it when we got home we wrapped everything but the doll so we could open it and start playing. My sister and I ripped the box open and we played with the doll all day. When it was bedtime, we put her in our bookshelf and went to sleep. I remember what happened because I woke up pretty late and automatically looked up at my bookshelf. The doll turned its head to look at me and moved its arm. I couldn't sleep at night watching it, so the next day I told my sister about it and she laughed at me. Nighttime came around again and the doll had moved again. It moved its arms and head and was not the type and was not on the bookshelf. My sister freaked out and couldn't sleep and I freaked out and hid under the covers. I know, Mom. The next morning we told our stepdad 
and he laughed and said, oh, watch out, it's a Chucky situation. We brought the doll out to him and told him to look at it and jokingly started moving its arms and legs and then gave it back to us. Oh, the dad is making fun of him. We took it, <laughs> we took it and as soon as we did, it moved, so we threw it off the balcony. He went back down to get it, but the doll moved in his arms and he threw it over the balcony also. I have no idea what was going on the doll, but we never picked it up. I know the doll moved on its on its own, but it was a brand new and not owned by anyone else at all. I have no idea what happened also. I never saw anything come out of the doll or anything. Want to bet it was actually a doll with like movable features, like you could press a button and it moved. And it was just like them being dumb and not, not even thinking about it. Who knows? Or yeah. And this person says the doll could have been a return and it could be that you already had a spirit in the house and it just chose to use the doll as a medium because, well, it's sort of funny. It is kind of funny. I mean, it's true what she's saying too. Nieces. All right, let's go with this one because uh, I guess you want to be an asshole. Who's being it's an asshole? also really short, look. You're being an asshole. Look how short it is. It's shorter than your paragraph. What paragraph? Go in your writing for school because you didn't do your homework last night and you deserve to be yelled at for that. Who yelled at me? Nobody right. yelled at me. I would yell it's at college, you. It's college, bro. So this one's posted by a lost voice. It's called haunted toys dot 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 dot. That's it? Haunted toys dot dot dot? That is so basic. Dot dot dot. Who, who wrote it? You haven't been saying the name of the people. I did. I said a lost voice. I've been saying it the whole time. You're just a deaf mofo that doesn't listen to me. You're deaf, bro. I'm not deaf. Every time I tell you something, like, what? No, that's, that's Stone Cold. No, he says, what? So yeah, this one goes, I live in a three-bedroom house, temporarily. And I'm the oldest child of a family of five. I'm 17. My little brother is eight, sister is four, and my parents are in their 30s. I share a room with my little sister, and all her toys are in the room. The other day, about two in the morning, all her battery-powered toys said in total unison, Hello, how are you? And then a few minutes later, asleep? Oh well, bye-bye. None of her toys have the ability to say this. But they all did, even the ones that had no batteries. And that's all story. That's it? I mean, think about it. You get a bunch of toys that say, hello, how are you? And bye, like, bye-bye. Are you asleep? Like, wouldn't you be creeped out? I mean, I guess. I mean, you're a creeper too, but... Bitch, you're the creeper. Hey, speaking of like that, did you ever watch that... Like, I don't even know if it's real, because like it became like a little myth between my friends like in middle school. And like ninth grade, but is there a video or like a uh, episode that came out where like the guys from Jackass went to a hospital, like a haunted hospital? Because I remember there was a story. Because this story I'm about to read on Reddit is similar, or like it has something to do with like what uh, this topic. Uh huh. And so basically, the story goes that they went right, and they threw a ball down like a, a like a room. And they said, if there's anything in here, pass the ball back, like a tennis ball. And they, like, rolled it over. And literally, like, a couple seconds later, like, it rolled back. And they kept doing that for, like, five minutes. Like, it's, like, kind of like they were playing catch with, like, a ghost or something. Like, at an, at an abandoned children's hospital. That's creepy. It's creepy, but I'm just curious, like, if We should do that at your house, if there's a ghost. I'm going to throw it down the hole and be like, if you're here, just bring it right back up. What would you do if it comes back up? Then I lose my shit. It's gonna be like your dad, like the whole Ninja Turtles thing when he falls in there. He's gonna be like, Marty, you see the bubble come? 
We're gonna go ahead and take a quick commercial break. We'll be right back. Uh, Tarzan, you're looking kind of slim though. I should probably give you some marshmallows. What's that from? Oh, uh, gumball. You're dumb. So yeah, this one, Caramel. I'm going to tell my story. Oh, <laughs> I, was, I was just about to go straight into it without even thinking about it. it says, the, it's posted by Young Skier. Young Skier. It's called Toys Moving on Their Own. Okay. Anyone else find they experience paranormal happenings more when they were younger? Yeah. Yes, kids can see it. They say that, right? Like, the kids have, like, the eye? Apparently, yeah. Mm. So it says... I was always complaining to my mom about my toys moving on their own. She never believed me. I had their soldier, I had this soldier toy holding a flag who would sing, we will rock you when you push the button, but it stopped working for whatever reason. So I took the batteries and saved them for another day. No bullshit, I actually thought like that was a haunting, like the toy singing, we will rock you. I was like, that's cool and nose queen. So it says, anyway, like I usually would, possessed by Freddie Mercury. I packed my toys away and climbed into bed bunk beds were the shit back then i took down i looked down to the floor all my toys packed away so it's time for it's time for sleep usually it's very easy for me to fall asleep but for some reason i couldn't the hairs on the back of my neck were standing up and i started freaking out i threw the covers off me and looked down on my floor the toy soldier was there staring at me i screamed for my mom and she could see me clearly distressed as I tried to explain what happened, but she put it down to me forgetting to put the particular toy away. No way I forgot to put the toy away. I was very, a very tidy child. No judging, please. This is something that still freaks me out today at 23 years old. As someone commented, Toy Story 5. Dumb. That's it? Yeah. Wow. Oh, this is actually the story I wanted to read. Oops. So I guess uh, it's my episode today. I'm carrying this on my back. This one's, this one's posted by Latent Dream. A little ghost girl playing with my toys. Okay. So when I was younger and would visit my aunt's house, apparently there was a little girl who would go through my toys and throw things around. My aunt saw this girl in her dream and she was wearing oldish clothes, was 10 years old, and the girl told my aunt that she was killed by an uncle. The girl then stopped coming after my aunt. Wait, what? The girl then stopped coming after my aunt, had another dream where people were telling her to go away. Flash forward to now. I'm thinking about it, and I'm wondering if there's a way that I could find out if she was a real person and to find her death records or potentially a missing child report. I don't know if, if no one ever knew if she died since the little girl wasn't willingly to, willing, willingly to tell my aunt this. But I want some evidence. If it's true, if this is true, because my aunt said that she would be able to recognize how she looks, how she looks like. The house was in a townhouse complex, so I contacted the Area Historical Society to find out what they were what was there before as well and who were all of the owners i know there's only little only little information i know since that's so dumb i know there's only little information i know since the little girl since the little girl never shared her name or the name of the uncle 
my aunt and I both didn't live in a state anymore. That's dumb. These people are like, this is lazy writing. My aunt and I both don't live in the state anymore and we have moved out elsewhere. About six years ago, does anyone have any suggestions? Why did she put this title? Like, dude, like that's like Octus that's like awful. What? She says that the girl, all she did was like take out toys, but that's it. Like, and then now she's trying to find out who did it, but she wrote it in such a bad way. Like you have a hard time picking it up. No like, execution whatsoever? Huh? Not a great execution? No. Like really tell the story of the ghost playing with the toys. Like that's what you want to hear. You don't want to hear like, oh, blah, blah, like I get it. You good? Yeah, that was a motorcycle. Oh, yeah. I was trying to do a South Park thing. Oh, yeah. Now you know how you're going to do that. And then no one's listening, no. Why do you put your hand like that to stop me talking? No. Alright, so you're next? Which story you got? Um, the next one I want to talk about is. Man, you got like no time. Annabelle. The real Annabelle, which was apparently. Uh, so apparently now she's at a museum behind glass. And um, she was purchased from a hobby store in the 1970s. Uh-huh. And uh, and the Annabelle doll would terrorize like uh, nurses, nursing students. Uh-huh. And that's when uh, Lorraine and Ed Warren were called in. The people who were like exposed like two times, you know, for being fake. Uh huh. So, um, the spirit who, uh, possesses Annabelle, apparently her name's Annabelle Higgins, who, um, who is actually a demon who was posing as the spirit of a little girl. So it wasn't actually a little girl, it was actually a demon. Mm-hmm. And so, these two students, these two nursing students that had her, they, they claimed to like that she would do shit around the house and um, they ended up locking her inside of a of a glass case and you can still visit them at the Warren's Col- Occult Museum uh, Occult yeah and so, so Annabelle's story is what she's just a doll that was possessed by a demon it's a Raggedy Ann doll uh-huh. who claimed that she was a little girl and upon further investigation it was actually a demon who oh, was wow. actually claiming that she was quote-unquote a girl uh-huh. so yeah that's the story of Annabelle and uh, you can actually go see her today at the Warren's Occult Museum well, actually do the coronavirus I don't know if you can but yeah I mean, you know Doc Anto from Tiger King during coronavirus he was still doing shows for people for real? in South Carolina so some people like they don't give a damn like in order to make money they'll keep whatever it is open unless the government forces you to that's what they do Yep. Hey, did you see that cases are starting to go up again? Are you serious? We're fucked. I mean, as long as we have people... Well, like, I don't know. Like, we shouldn't really get into this. This isn't a part of the podcast. But as long as we have people that are idiotic and want to protest staying at home, like, bro, there's nothing you can do. I get it. Like, people are struggling. They need money for rent and bills. But at the same time, you have a landlord that's charging you for that at this moment? That's, like, really fucked that's up. That's illegal at the moment. Yeah, it is. Like, that's really fucked up, and you gotta fucking try to stay home and do nothing, like, well, not do nothing, but try to get, like, what we do, we just play video games all day. Yep. 
Because it's entertaining. Like find a fucking hobby. Find something. Yeah, exactly. That's why I want to do the paintings. Because like it's interesting as hell. And if it's only us three, like we're not gonna get anything. Like we're clean. Yeah. Yeah. So that's that's my little like end of end of. I just wish Tarzan would stop sneezing with his mouth open, but uh, we'll work on that. I sneeze with my mouth. Have you ever done that? Sneeze with your mouth open? No. Because you close it. Like, yeah, you uh, close you it. You close it whenever you do the. Well, you're, you sneeze with your Are you trying to say, like, cough? No, you sneeze with like, your mouth Like, without covering my no, cough? No, no, you sneeze with your mouth open. Okay. Have you ever sneezed and farted at the same time? Okay. I'm actually James. asking, but no. I've actually... Dude, it's, like, freaking crazy. Like, it feels weird. I guess. I've never tried it. I know. I've never tried it. Just one time I farted and sneezed at the same time, like, without wanting to. And it felt weird. I was like, whoa. What was that? <laughs> what was that? That's one of those... But yeah, uh, we're going to go ahead and sign out. I feel like that was kind of a lame ending. Okay, so what do you want to end this No, with? no, I just mean like if Annabelle's like so hype, we should have had more details on her. Like, because you know how everyone's like, oh, Annabelle, blah, blah, blah. Okay, like, well, let's play this little clip video for the Whoa, viewers. I don't have a camera. Oh. Okay, fine. Play it on your speaker. And we'll be back. <laughs> He's going to play it on his speaker. I was so. actually just going to end the podcast right there because it's like such a, like a funny way to end it. Like, <laughs> like, like really tease the people like talking about the video and then nothing. So y'all can listen to the... He's going to play it on the speaker so y'all can listen to it. Actually, I was looking for Annabelle on... Just on put the, Ryan Visits Annabelle Doll. Um, Is it Ryan's Toys Review? Is that how you write Annabelle? A-N-N-A-B-E-L-L-E. Uh. You want it? You want it? Huh? You want it? You want it? Don't worry. Alright, so what video is it? And uh, Ryan visits Annabelle. Ryan visits the Annabelle doll. Ryan visits the Annabelle doll. So we're just gonna go ahead and uh the four minute video? Yeah, the guy next to the animal. Crispy, crunchy, peanut. I mean I already have a nice I'm just saying. Oh wow, we have a butterfinger ad on our show. We're root. And we can save you up to 52% off your car insurance rates. Download Sorry guys, I don't have premium for a ride today. But if you could join us on Patreon, I could be a welcoming hole nestled in the quiet town of Monroe holds a very unwelcoming presence in the backyard. Tony Spera is the curator of the New England Paranormal Research Center and also son-in-law of the famed Seekers of the Supernatural, Ed and Lorraine Warren. Through the Warrens' well-documented career, they have researched over 3,500 paranormal cases, and one of the most infamous being the story of a very innocent-looking Raggedy Ann doll. This, of course, is Annabelle, the cursed doll. And there was a movie made about it. She was also featured at the beginning of the Conjuring movie. This doll was given to a nurse in Hartford, 1970. She lives in an apartment with her roommate, and the mother of the nurse gave her this doll for a birthday present because the girl liked dolls. She was about 28 years old. You can even see on the doll, if you look really close, you can see a little bracelet on her arm. So they would treat it as a little girl. One day they woke up, there was a piece of parchment paper on the floor and on the parchment paper written in pencil it said help me 
Nobody owned parchment paper. Nobody knew where that note came from. Now the girl said, wait a minute, someone's probably coming in this apartment. So they set up a little, a little thing where they would put scotch tape on the door of the apartment. They would place the rug just in a certain location to see if anyone was in that apartment when they weren't home. Well, they weren't. No one was in that apartment. Nothing was moved, except the doll. The doll would move. Evil erupted as the fiance of the nurse, Lou, had a dream that he was being choked by Annabelle and awoke to throw the doll all the way across the room when suddenly four slashes appeared on this young man's chest and stomach. Four on the chest, three on the stomach, and you could see actually the blood coming through the shirt. After being called in for an exorcism of the doll, Ed Warren later confiscated the doll and protected it in his museum. But the evil ensued when a Hartford priest visited the Warren's home. So he brings the priest down and starts to explain about Annabelle. As he's explaining about Annabelle, the priest quickly walks over to the doll, almost like Lou, the fiance, grabs the doll, throws it across this room, and says, he proclaims, God is more powerful than any devil or demon, just like that. And Ed didn't know what to do. Ed says, Father, just got through explaining, do not touch that doll, it's dangerous. On his way back to the rectory in Hartford that evening on Route 84, he never made it to the rectory. He went almost head-on into a tractor-trailer with that new car. And miraculously, though, he wasn't killed. But the car was totaled. And he called later and spoke to Lorraine. He said, you know, He's ended the same, like in this case of a young man who rode his motorcycle to the museum. The young man runs up to the glass case and starts banging on the glass like this. And he says, you know what? This is a bunch of hooey. This isn't real. If that doc can put slashes on anybody, do it to me right now. He challenged the doll. Ed said, son, you and your girlfriend, you have to leave. I can't put up with that. You go right now. So the kid is leaving with his girlfriend, a young man, about 20, and he's smirking and laughing about it as they leave. Again, he never made it to his home. Three hours later, that young man that came on a motorcycle was dead. Despite all of the very frightening supernatural events, believe it or not, some people still want to get their hands on the doll. One person sent me an offer for a million dollars and I said I'd be totally irresponsible to sell you that doll for a million dollars. He writes me back and said how about two million dollars? I wrote him back I said the, the doll is not for sale at any any price. It would be totally reckless and irresponsible to let that doll out into the public realm. So basically that is the story of Annabelle but I did also want to bring up if I win the lottery, I'm going to offer him like a high-ass number and just let it out in the open. Really? Yeah. See what happens. I mean, we already have COVID. That's and we already have different... nah, That's smart. I wouldn't do that. I wouldn't <laughs> do what that dude did. Like, the, you know that guy that bought like the Wu-Tang album that was never released? Yeah. Like, he bought the master or whatever, like the master thing. And he's like, if you guys keep like talking shit, I'm just going to delete it all. Um. So I guess we're gonna end it there. Yeah, we're ending it there. So apparent. Uh, so what happened to the guy in the motorcycle? Uh, basically he was. Uh, I was waiting on the, the the truck. But yeah, he was uh, banging on the glass and challenging her. Uh -huh. Like he was saying, like, oh, if you can scratch anybody, why don't you scratch me? And then the guy kicked her out of the out of the out of the museum. The guy kicked him out of the museum, like the motorcycle guy, and he basically never made it home. He crashed. Oh, wow. Yeah.
Yeah, so know what to do. La bolsa es esta 30. So we're just going to go ahead and uh, sign out. This is Nightmares Explained, signing out. El bolsa es 35. Out. <laughs>